Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Skewed and Reviewed Skewedcast. I'm Gareth, creator of Skewed and Reviewed. You can catch us online at sknr.net as we cover movies, games, technology, travel, pop culture, and all th- television and all things entertainment. You can also catch me online at Pinal, P-I-N-A-L-Central.com, keyword skewed, which is a network of uh, 20, uh, 12 newspapers and 20 markets where you can see our game reviews. We have Skewed and Reviewed, the magazine, which is available at Barnes & Noble and other outlets. And, of course, we have my weekly segment on BJ Shea's Geek Nation on KSWFM Radio. You can catch that um, on the site. We have the simulcast available. that goes up every Friday. And, of course, our good friends at Sci-Fi, S-C-I-F-I dot radio, that also carries some of our reviews and content, and we uh, offer this segment up to them, and they uh, play it a couple times on Friday. So, uh, different show this week than usual. We've just had such a crazy time the last few weeks getting everyone together, and the biggest issue is, this time is we've had to move away from Sundays uh, when we often record because everyone has been scattered so much, and this week it was my um, fault because last week we were able to get on our long-delayed cruise. There were a lot of protocols in place that we had to go through in terms of safety protocols, screenings, that sort of thing. Uh, but we had our uh, trip to San Diego, had a really nice time staying at the beautiful Catamaran Resort, and we're going to have a write-up on that the night before the cruise. And then we did our ninth cruise on the Disney Wonder. And, of course, uh, no internet uh, connectivity really on the cruise at all. We got off uh, Tuesday, got home, and it's been catch-up mode ever since. And Michael is tied up with stuff. Joseph is tied up with stuff. Justin is tied up with stuff. So I wanted to make sure we got at least a small segment in uh, before, um, you know, the week wrapped up. So uh, going to kick off the news. A little bit of news that we talked about on the radio is that apparently Bill Murray may be doing a small role in the upcoming Ant-Man film. Apparently, uh, Ant-Man Quantumania, he apparently had let slip that he has done a Marvel thing. He wasn't expecting to do uh, more in the future, but he wanted to see what it's all about. And he mentioned being friends with a director and people behind the scenes did a little bit of uh comparison and it seems pretty clear that he was referring to the new Ant-Man film. Uh, Also let's not forget he and Paul Rudd worked together on the new Ghostbusters film so uh, you know a little bit of a connection there. So it'll be interesting to see uh, what comes of that. Now uh, news that was coming down today that really surprised me is I knew about the Continental series that was in the works which is a prequel series Um, limited run series that is going to be talking about the hotels chains from the John Wick series, how they got started. We'd get to know about Winston when he was a younger man, that sort of thing. We know that the new John Wick film is uh, almost ready to come out. We know that there's another one already planned. Uh, But today we got news that Knives Out and No Time to to Die Star, Ana de Armas, is reportedly in talks to take on a lead role in a film called Ballerina, which is a planned spinoff to the John Wick franchise. Anybody who uh, remembers John Wick 3, um, uh, Parabellum, sorry, uh, can uh, remember the scene where he goes into 
the ballet school in the early part of it. And this would uh, give you a little more detail about what's going on there. So very intrigued. Now, a few weeks ago, news came out that Trey Parker and Matt Stone of South Park uh, fame signed a new deal to keep the show going through at least 2027 on Comedy Central, which will be its 30th season. The new deal also includes uh, arrangements to do original South Park films for the Paramount Plus streaming service. And it was apparently a $900 million deal they signed with Viacom in August. So that's some serious money there. But um, the first two were the 14 hour-long movies that were ordered is coming sooner than expected. Apparently November 25th, the very first uh, movie will be called South Park Post-COVID. And it's the first of the two films due this year. The second one will be in December. And it's interesting how they're doing this since they've had the opportunity to only do two specials so far. We haven't had a new season yet. So it does appear that perhaps they put the focus on doing the movies and then the um, new season will follow soon after. But either way, how they do it is going to be really interesting. Another bit of news today that really or came out the other day that surprised a lot of people was Blizzard is uh, apparently going to cancel BlizzCon, which was scheduled for an online show in February. Now, traditionally, BlizzCon happens uh, later in the year. A year you normally see it you know, taking place October, November, that sort of thing. Uh, because of COVID, they've had to do online shows. And while a lot of shows are resuming, especially in California, um, BlizzCon was still locked in to doing an online show. And apparently that has been canceled while they review uh, their focus going forward. And, you know, some cynics will say, well, they've got a lot of other issues to deal with. And uh, perhaps the convention wasn't the right idea. But it is very interesting to see how that goes. So it kind of makes you wonder if things like Diablo 4 and Overwatch 2 might be pushed back because they don't have the big platform to promote them. Now, uh, people looking for some retro fun are going to want to check out Atari's Black Widow Recharged. If you're a fan of the older arcade games like Tempest, Centipede, Millipede, you might very much enjoy this one that essentially tasks you to maneuver around a web and face not never-ending um, waves of insects that are coming at you. So you kind of have the aspect of asteroids and that you have to move around and shoot things, but you also have the web-based area of Tempest and the bugs from Centipede, Millipede. So definitely one to check out. We have some gameplay online. Another one that you'll want to check out is Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, uh, this is a really enjoyable romp, and you play as Star-Lord. The other characters are in the game, and you can give them commands and such. But so far, as far as I'm into the game, I have not played any other character, because it's still handling Star-Lord, Peter. Um, but they're all there. There's a lot of good cutscenes. There's a lot of good humor. The animation is different than you would expect, meaning that like the Avengers game, it doesn't have the facial similarities to what you would expect, meaning they don't look like their counterparts from the film series, but nonetheless, it is them. Uh, the humor is there, the banter between them is there, 
And it's a very interesting and compelling story. There were a couple of moments that had a bit of an issue with a couple of glitches on the PC thing. There were a couple of moments like where you have to leap and hold down a button to keep from falling. And it would happen, it would, the hotkey would pop up so fast on the computer, it didn't work unless you knew it was coming. So you literally had to die a few times just to anticipate. And then it would do random things like, is it going to be D? Is it going to be E? So uh, that was a bit frustrating. Plays better with a gamepad, that's for sure, than a mouse and a keyboard. But so far I'm into it. I'm enjoying it very, very much. Doesn't have any multiplay, but the story is very compelling, very engaging, and you will want to check that out. Also have very long extended gameplay on that one. Uh, we have news that The Division 2 has got some new endgame content, as well as a brand new mode, which is new to The Division series, and other updates. Uh, this is not coming until early 2022. Some people thought it might make it out at the end of this year, but that does not appear to be the case. But non-dauntedly, Ubisoft is going to be moving forward with that. Now, we have heard that their um, homeland, their free-to-play version of the division is going to be delayed as it, rumor has it also is Prince of Persia, another one of their free-to-play games that they were looking at that it was about to go into testing. Apparently, it's been pushed back, so we'll keep you posted on that as the news comes. Like I said, it's a interesting time of year, a lot of stuff coming out, and um, you know you have to kind of roll with the punches when game um, launches are concerned. So Call of Duty Vanguard released their post-launch plans uh, today. It will have a cinematic single-player campaign. It will have multiplayer. Uh, they're saying that it's going to come with 20 maps, which is pretty impressive, and plenty of modes, including uh, Champion Hill and other formats. Uh, zombies will be available, and there will be 12 task force operators available at launch, more than three dozen weapons, new XP systems, and of course the Ricochet anti-cheat system. Now the post-launch plans uh, will include November 17th, the fan favorite map shipment, which is a very intense close quarters battle, that's for sure, is going to be available. There will be uh, tiers, flashbacks, all sorts of Warzone um, events and contests happening. And then, of course, December 2nd, Season 1 will kick off with uh, full integration with Vanguard into Warzone. Warzone-specific map and 100-tier uh, battle pass and much, much more. So it'll be really, really intense stuff. It'll be great to keep an eye on that and to see, um, you know, how it all plays out going forward. So... Getting close, folks. November 5th is not so far away that, uh, you know, a new Call of Duty game will be here before you know it. And uh, also, speaking of new, wanted to make sure that I mentioned we do have news that Dune, which came out over the weekend, uh, HBO Max as well as theaters, they, the Warner Brothers finally got around to confirming that, yes, the Part 2 will be filmed and will come out in the fall of 2023 so essentially all goes well same time two years from now we're going to get the conclusion to the uh story so that is uh really 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 good news so a uh, little bit of news up ahead that we're keeping an eye on we have uh, all kinds of 
things coming up, including a review for the Eternals. We are going to be uh, doing Ghostbusters Afterlife. And there's a couple of other screenings coming up. They're just literally, it's insane right now because we're starting to transition to already getting the next magazine and the holiday gift guide in order. And things just keep coming at us. We had brand new content come out for Zombie Army 4, which included a host of fixes and a new horde mode, as well as crossplay for the PS4 and PS5. So that was something that was very popular. A lot of people were looking forward to that. If you haven't had a chance to play it yet, I highly recommend Back for Blood. I really enjoyed that. Uh, if you're a fan of um, like Left for Dead, uh, definitely it's a it's a can't miss uh, opportunity right there. There are some Halloween updates for Call of Duty. Uh, Black Ops Cold War, one of them has you running around as the killers from Scream chasing people. Another one was a Halloween-themed version of Nuketown. That was a lot of fun as well. So, so much good stuff coming on. And as I said, this is going to be a quicker recap uh, this week because it's just me. And uh, with my recent travels, it has been insane. But... Uh, Wanted to definitely also say thank you so much for listening. And um, we're hoping, if everything calms down enough this weekend, that we're going to try to get back to a regular schedule, recording the full thing on Sunday with the guys going from there. But until then, everybody, take care, be safe, and we'll talk to you very soon.